everyone, and welcome to the Funbox Monster Hey-o! Podcast. Hey, we're back. I'm back. Matt has wrestled so many gators. Ugh, I, I killed four of them. Bare hands. <laughs> Love it. Um, we're going to found a bunch of Thundercats toys in Florida. So crazy. That was sick. Bago toys for $5.99. Filled with He-Man and Thundercats and uh, a Primal Rage. Stupid Florida having all sorts of cool stuff. That's yep. it. I'm moving. They didn't have my tape collection, though, so I'm happy to be back with that. <laughs> and I had like 10 boxes of shit waiting for me when I got back home, too. And that was, that was like Christmas when I got back. <laughs> awesome. Well, was one of those things Neon Maniacs? Sadly, no. Well, if anybody has that tape and wants to give it to me, I, I'd love to stick it on my shelf. This is... So this was my request because uh, we're waiting on another movie that I need to get in. It's still it's on order, and I I'm wanted to do Scared Stiff, which is Bonkers Town. <clears throat> Unfortunately, it's not streaming anywhere, but there's a there's a Blu-ray that's coming out in like three weeks. So <laughs> I'm gonna wait for that, and that'll come in. I'll watch that; it'll be awesome. Um, but we did talk Neon Maniacs. Neon Maniacs, <laughs> which this is another one of those movies that I've never seen before. Tristan brought it up, and. Watching it, I just can't figure out how this escaped my radar for yeah ever. This is this is like the most mid '80s Fangoria movie ever made. Mm-hmm. It's so Fangoria y. It's like it's just one of those movies that came when when Fango was at its height, and like people were literally like they had no marketing budget, so they were just like, "What if we just make it gory enough and effectsy enough that Fangoria will put it on the cover?" This is one of those movies that jumps between. I, I feel it wrestles with its tone. And, oh, and, God, and, yeah. And and I'm going to compare this. This sounds odd, but I'm going to compare it to Kindergarten Cop. Of course you are. <laughs> now, Kindergarten Cop is, it's kindergarten, right? The kids are cute. They do funny shit. It's funny watching Schwarzenegger wrestle with them. But then it switches to some other scenes that are like dark and uber violent. And you're just like, the five-year-old yeah. that would be laughing at the kindergarten scene shouldn't be watching this scene. And this is how I felt kind of about this movie. There was there was gore and and some sex and bloodshed, but then all of a sudden it's like it turns into an Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, and it's just True. like little kids and the, the monster's weakness is ridiculous. Uh, yeah. And so, but then it bounces back from the Goosebumps episode to <laughs> more gore at the high school dance where they serve fucking beer. Uh, I know. Oh my god! Everybody was <laughs> was that was that what it was like in the eighties? Uh, anybody? San Francisco? Maybe that was the deal. I don't know, but it was. I, that dance looked awesome, except for the bands. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the second band I could have dealt with. Yes. <laughs> Our heroes' band was fucking awful. Oh my god! They were the outlaws. The outlaws who played like adult contemporary. Yeah. <laughs> like, whew. Anyway, well, okay. So this let's, is Neon Maniacs. <laughs> start this off. Okay, so we start with this uh, this opening like monologue thing that like seemed to be it's nonsense, and there's no reason for it. But they say when the world is ruled by violence and the soul of mankind fades, the children's paths shall be darkened by the Neon Maniacs. <laughs> by the shadows of the Neon. Why? Maniacs. <laughs> what the fuck does yeah. that mean? Over a weird fucking barcode like <laughs> yes uh filmmaker badge, yeah yeah you know and the, back, yeah, in the, that, back in the day when there was only one production company behind things you didn't sit through 15 uh, animated logos first <laughs> i've never seen that before actually i thought that was kind of weird yeah. and interesting yeah like the you literally had the production company logo over the narration were, for the thing yeah, yeah like never seen that before actually now that i nope. think about it um yeah so they announced this thing it doesn't make sense 
the problem with this movie, one of one of many problems with this movie, is that we will never know what the fuck a neon maniac no. is. That is not ever going to be something that is established. We're not going to know anything. Nope. It's just they. It's borderline unforgivable in my book. It kind of is. Especially when you have something this fucking ludicrous. Right. When you're like, you have 12 serial killers. We're going to show eight eight. of them. (laughs) It's not like not not seeing the motive of why somebody killed. You're just like, well, he's a crazy. No, we've got eight weird bonkers creatures coming out of a... Water hits them. Possibly coming out of a portal and a milk truck parked under a Golden Gate Bridge storage area. Yeah. And we're never going to find out why they're coming out of this milk truck, why water hurts them, where they came from, anything about them. And there's a couple of other weird behavioral issues with the monsters that I guess I'll get into later. But like, are what, they friends? Sometimes exactly. They, sometimes sometimes they fight. why Is it was because that, they're maniacs? Why was that fucking guy meat hooked? Yeah, one of the monsters got meat hooked by another monster, and they never from out of fucking nowhere. Yep. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> jumping way ahead. Jumping way ahead. Okay, so um, we get this fisherman under the Golden Gate Bridge. Uh, he walks around and finds a cow skull with trading cards um, featuring all of our neon maniacs. Another question that never, ever, ever gets answered. Why are there trading cards with the maniacs in a cow skull outside their door? Is that like a way to bait people in? Where did these cards come from? Did the maniacs get them made at Kinko's? We don't know. They're just there. Uh, I, if you flip them over, do they have like rookie stats, stats on them? Yeah. <laughs> 14 kills. These are answers I need to know. <laughs> oh my god, it's and they're so cool. I they mean, are. I really, they look great. Like I would love to have a set of those yep. if anybody makes them. Uh, I would totally be into getting those. But um it, it's so completely out of left field. Yep. And it never gets addressed again. Uh, we never ne- again. We never see trading cards from them. Like it's not like left at the scene of their kills or anything. Yeah, it's just that's the only time we ever see this cow collection of trading cards. Trading yeah. cards. God damn. So while the guy looks at the the Axeman <laughs> trading card, he gets an axe. Axe He man. gets axed. And he gets dragged into the secret layer, I guess. Milk truck. We don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then uh, then the uh, the Weather Channel jazz starts playing. Oh, my gosh. What was up with that? Somebody just gets axed. And it's seriously, I, it just, I don't know if anybody remembers when the Weather Channel <laughs> wasn't actually a channel. It was, I mean, it was a channel, but there was no people on it. It was right. just text. Just and it text. played music. Your weather on the 8s. Yeah. And it would just do that 24 hours a day. And they just called the fucking music for the credits just straight off that. Like, so awful. It's total phone Which, hold jazz. Like, and actually, the the part about that that bothers me the most is that there's some really fun goblin-y shit in this. There's some good There is some great music. Oh, yeah, later on. on in the movie. but Like, the movie has, like, they know the tone to set with yep. music. And then just from out of nowhere, they're like, oh, shit. Uh, I don't know. Just. Just put that in. Just put the I, weather channel in. I was also watching this with Sarah last night, and she compared the music to um, Mario Brothers level music mixed with softcore <laughs> porn music. And yes. if you think about that, you can totally see it. Like, background Mario music, then that stupid sax comes in, and it's like, okay. Yep. Oh, my God. Oh, I hate it, and I hate so his band. If anybody's I, into softcore Mario porn. <laughs> softcore Mario porn. Um, and so, okay, so... Blah blah blah. Uh, we get to our we get to our lead characters. Yes, or soon Na- to be lead character. Uh, yes, Natalie in a van full of tool bags. Yes, uh, and so these guys are. <laughs> that like, was the uh, next band at the Battle of the Bands. Actually, <laughs> Natalie in the back of tool bags. I love those guys. 
Um, yeah, so they stop. They're getting beer. They're, they're singing Natalie happy birthday. I love the line, too, when they're getting beer. He's like, here's five bucks. Like, I need five bucks for beer. Five bucks? We're getting beer, not champagne. <laughs> I felt, I've never felt so much like I was in northern Maine than when I heard that line. Like, even, <laughs> like, oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's Natty Ice all yep. over. Um, but then they come back with, like, a case of Heineken bottles for five bucks. Hey, like, a 12-pack of Heineken inflation, bottles. Inflation, man. We're living in I the know. now. That's nuts. <laughs> Um, so they go to the ballpark to drink and screw. I mean, they are a, a driving '80s horror movie stereotype. Yeah, there, there's a there's like a room style football game going on where they're just like, here, have the ball. Oh. <laughs> they just, oh, I have the ball now. <laughs> oh, here, have the. <laughs> so We're that, playing football. And then in the middle of them is literally a couple making out on, on the, the ground. ground. <laughs> a couple making out against a tree. A guy lighting off fireworks. <laughs> um, the two, the two virginal girls. Well, the one virginal, one virginal girl, girl sitting behind, sitting in the in the van, talking to the other one about why she's a virgin and how she's the last virgin in San Francisco. <laughs> San Francisco's last virgin. Um, yeah, what a fucking weird scene. But it it allows them again. If you have allegedly twelve murderers. You want him to have tons of victims. I mean, you got to have a shit ton of victims. So that that is the problem that you, you establish is that this group of friends has to be like a football team and some hangers-on worth of people yep. to kill every time they go someplace. Um, and they kind of they, – they accomplish that in the first scene. Yep. You, you've got a lot of victims. You do. So and this is such a strange movie, though, because the, the killers all – Let's go over some of the killers here. Okay. Here's where they first show up to kill yeah. off these people because we're only gonna get we're only gonna be left with one of these people yes. at the end of this match. So who cares about these people? Uh, so we've got this weird lizard gumball like thing. He's like maybe that like, should be the last because it doesn't. Okay, okay. that makes the least that makes the least sense. sense. Okay, I want to talk about him way at the end. Okay, so we've got a soldier like a a Vietnam like a Vietnam vet, vet soldier with an M16. We've got a biker. Uh, yeah, who looks like the looks like the maniac cop, but he's a biker. Yep, we have a samurai, the, a who, legit samurai. <laughs> we're not making this up, y'all. <laughs> we have a, a a zombie Indian with a like yep. a like a Native American with a yep. giant spear. Yep. Um, we have a um a caveman. We have he, a, a gremlin, like he a look, trog. He, a tro- he looks like the uh, the thing that was on the wing in the Twilight Zone yeah, episode. He, he does. We, we've got one of those. Yeah, he's like a troglodyte. Yeah. That's kind of his thing. We have a less s- like the fuzzy person. Yes, we we have a surgeon, like an evil doctor. The doc as played the doc, by uh, Andrew Divov, who yeah. went on to be the Jin in the Wishmaster series and the later Dark Man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we have um oof, oof. Oh, we have a hangman uh who was fucking awesome. Yep. That was like legitimately either stolen by Resident Evil or just in the zeitgeist because that was like reminded me so much of the guy with the big axe and yep. the bag over his head. And then we've got the meatball. Am I forgetting anybody? I think I got them all. That's eight. I feel like there's some. Oh, oh the, uh, the there's the electric one. Yes, is the electric there's the, man. There's the, like, who's, like, in a big bondage suit yep, yep, a la yep. People Under the Stairs. So, originally, kinda. there were supposed to be 12, so we don't... So, so uh, there's another guy with knife hands that shows up in, like, one scene. We see him, oh. like, super quick, but okay, uh, he s- never does anything. Okay. We just see him in a group shot at once. Because they had 12... Originally, the tagline for this movie was 12 yes. uh, things to be afraid of or some, th- something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. We don't. We definitely don't get 12, but we do nope. get glimpses of some. Electric Man, yeah, he shoots a subway thing later on. Yep. And, and let's just get to the meatball. We got this little like we got this little <laughs> lizard 
he, he's about two feet, three feet tall. He has one eye. Um, and also, this is this is before CGI. This isn't yes. like a, this isn't like a animated creature. This is like a legit tiny little lizard thing. And his big shtick is meat hooking people. Meat he's hooks. just got like a meat hook in each hand, and he just guns them into people's shoulders and drags them off to God knows where. Yeah, that's uh, his shtick. That's his thing. So all of these creatures just kind of show up on the park and start messing up our our yeah our and promiscuous just one teens. one by one. Everybody gets killed. Um, but so. Not to derail, but you know this movie was made before Hellraiser, right? I did not, no. So fucking A. <laughs> are you like, drawing comparisons to Cenobites? Absolutely. Like, yep. like these things are like if if they had decided if CD players had been around in full force at this point in eighty six, mm-hmm. there would have been there one with a, a CD a player CG. in his head. <laughs> um like this is definitely like pre Cenobites Cenobites, and I thought that was really cool. I mean, it I'm, is now I'm, that I think about it. it, it it's, I'm not saying that that like it's Clive way, Barker was like I'm going to take this. No, 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 no. I mean, it's th- way goofier though. Right? Exactly. There's no there's no background. There's no nuance. We, we didn't no get we didn't story. get goof, we didn't get goof centibytes till part three. True, <laughs> but I mean, it's still the same kind of thing. Like it's this is the first time I can think of that you've seen multiple villains in that kind of way. Mm-hmm. Like I think Hellraiser was the like the perfect example of that. Yes, and then everybody thought of that as the big like multiple villain yep. kind of movie and and this was a these year are beforehand kind of, these are kind of like Cenobites meets Power Rangers villains <laughs> <laughs> they are but again shoestring budget the fucking effects the are makeup effects awesome. are great yes the melty effects the kill effects Ooh, yeah. like so much good stuff in this um, it's the kind of movie that I love uh, but it also has no plot <laughs> no. It's like it's just stuff happens um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one of them had a crossbow, right? Yes. I don't know which one. Oh, there was a bowman. Shit. There okay. is like, there's a ton of these maniacs, man. I, you got me. I don't know how many there are. Um, so, so I thought there was only eight, too. Like, we started, we, we been up there counting more. Yeah, one's got the bow. The, also, there are so many weird lines in this movie, like, that kept feeling like somebody was, like, gay baiting somebody, but I didn't know what the line meant. Uh, the first one, when he was, like, when they were at the... When Steve first meets everybody, yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, they needed a bouncer in the fruit department." Oh yeah, and I was like, Wait, we "Glossed over that part." I don't, but, but yeah, is that? I don't know if I should be offended by that or not. And he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, whatever." Pasta breath. <laughs> like, I don't know if I should be offended by that either. My wife was asking that too. Like, pasta? What? And I was like, I think he works in an Italian deli. I don't know. Maybe he works for an Italian grocer. That's his shirt yeah, yeah. said something like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It was her. That's why the, he was delivering groceries. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Like pin, everything. Fits everything in fits <laughs> together. Um, and then there was the other one, like when the, the there was the football guy, the main football yep. guy, when he's making out with his girlfriend, and then the two two of the monsters attack him. He's like, "Hey, it goes both ways, bozo." And I was like, "What the fuck does that mean?" <laughs> That one, I'm pretty sure, was not some sort of slur. No. I think it just didn't make sense. Yep. <laughs> I think it was just total nonsense. Um, okay, and then the caveman starts attacking Natalie in the van after everybody's dead. Yep. Everybody else Natalie is shuts her so Natalie's our lead girl. Uh, She's our final girl. Yeah, everybody's... <laughs> There's one guy getting a BJ, too, and his lady got her head cut off during it and he did not notice. he didn't notice at first <laughs> i just wanted to stay <laughs> just i like Im- that part it's important to know that this guy would not notice something like no nope. um, and then he gets chopped right in half yep he that's does what you get for not noticing he also didn't notice that <laughs> which is impressive 
Oh, shit. Oh. Did you guys hear something? Oh, oh well. Why are our legs over there? <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah, now that they all, all of a sudden the maniacs start walking over. That shot was awesome, too. It was. We're, we're looking from Nat's point of view through the windshield, and all these maniacs are just walking up to the van, and they just start wreck, wrecking the van, shooting the windshield, uh, going yeah. to, trying to tip the van over, yeah. and eventually it all stops. Axe guy starts, like, literally putting the axe through the windshield. Yep. And, and eventually it all stops. Because lightning strikes and rain starts. Ah, I missed that part. Yes. So you see, you see a lightning strike, and then they all look or up you, and they go, or you see, ah. Or you see the screen blink yeah. white. <laughs> yes, you see a little bit of, yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was no lightning effects made. No. It was just like, well, here's, a, here's a white flash. <laughs> but then they look yep. up and they're like, oh shit, rain. we gotta get out of here. And so, because we yeah. will find out later that all of our maniacs are allergic to water. Yes. Which is good that they're hanging out in a bridge <laughs> under a bridge over water uh, uh yeah i don't know that it it is what it is it's nonsense so the cops show up uh they open the van door because natalie didn't lock the fucking door which i think is amazing <laughs> so they've been attacking this door the whole time blah blah blah. they never thought to open it but the cops go beep, beep, open it up and they're like hey you okay in there and uh, she tells her story, and of course, nobody believes her. No. Uh, and then we got that stupid police chief where he's just like... <sighs> that guy. The, Later on in the movie, he's just like, Am I to understand that this is responsible for the death of all your friends and four of my men? <laughs> and it's like, usually I don't think a cop would just be laughing about the death of four other cops like that. <laughs> and it was good. I think... I had the subtitles on. I think it said laughing maniacally. And oh, it yep. was absolutely laughing, laughing maniacally. Neon maniacally? Neon maniacally. <laughs> um, yeah. It, he, but they don't believe her, and they just send her home. And they send her home. By herself. Well, I mean, they don't even send her home. They, put her, they put her out in the hallway, and then her friend shows up and is like, hey, oh, you're in shock, and you have a blanket over you, and you've just witnessed the death of, like, 14 people. <laughs> Um, I guess I'll drive you back to your house and you where can stay there by yourself. Where your parents are away in Rome and you can yeah. just hang out there. Natalie is, uh, she comes from a very privileged home. Yes. She, 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 Fabulously her, wealthy. Her parents are globetrotting. And she, so They're she away just has for at this least giant, two more weeks. Yep, giant mansion with a swimming pool all to herself. So she goes home and uh, just decides to go take a swim. Yes, which is... By herself a- <laughs> in the dark. After going through a traumatic experience. But from a screen pin, a screenwriting standpoint, it's so much better to get rid of the parents so yes. they don't have to be a part of this. It's so, like... Because we've already seen oh, that in every Nightmare on Elm Street God. movie. If the parents were there and they were like, I don't believe you, you're going crazy, blah, 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 blah. Why won't nobody oh. listen to me, Mom? Oh, God, I'm so glad that they chose to just be like, and she lives alone, who cares? Yep. Fuck it, they're in Rome, whatever. Awesome. I, I, I like to really think that they had the that. parents there. And then they like couldn't find the actor, so they're like, shit, we'll just make an answering machine. This is we're in Rome. Yeah. Solved. <laughs> there's so much stuff like that in this movie oh, yeah. too. There's, there's so definitely many, like, some scenes missing. There's some big dialogue drops, like when they when they sh- they go on their date and he's like and they're like, going on the subway and she's like, It's not your fault that the van broke down. Yeah. <laughs> which is why we're going on the subway yeah. instead of taking your van to the movies. We, we never see this van break down or anything. No. And then literally like, the next scene, they're in the van driving off. <laughs> which is weird because just fucking, you decided to take the subway. That's cool. Yeah, take, why would you even need to take the subway? Just take the damn subway. Keanu Reeves <laughs> takes the subway. Yeah, guys. Just, you don't want to use the work van. Whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so 
she's uh, she's out taking a taking a swim in the middle of the night, and Slayer starts playing. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we notice a trog watching from the bushes. Oh yeah, this was great because I didn't realize the water part at first. Upon second viewing, it's funny because because yes. I remember watching this, and all of a sudden she's she's about to dive into the pool. Our our Twilight Zone gremlins sneak it up behind her. And the minute she jumps in the pool, I love him so much. He's just like, no! He yeah. puts his arms in frustration, and he's like, fuck, I'm going back in the bushes. Oh, she jumped in the pool. I'm like, why isn't he jumping in after her? Now, now I see. Well, and that's, and so tonally, that's another problem with the script, is that if you had announced at this point, if we'd already figured out, that if you told the audience yep. that water is their weakness, if you had made it clear like that lightning strike and the and the it's, rain it's vague, yeah. doesn't tell you anything. But this this just but looks like you had silly. Known, you watch it and you get angry. You're like, what? Just jump yeah. in the fucking water. It, that's <clears throat> because tonally it turns into a Goosebumps episode where it's like, yep. whoop, zoinks, I missed. You know, like <laughs> it's like a Scooby Doo thing where yeah. like the monster just like <laughs> reaches <laughs> out and then they just happen to duck or whatever. Yep. And it's it sets a bad tonal precedent yes. for the rest of the movie. Um, so since she jumped in the pool, Trog can't get wet. He runs away. She just, falls asleep. She jumps on an inner tube. Fuck. Yeah. With gratuitous butt shot. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. And and then has a dream of blood rain. And this looked awesome. Though. It did. I don't know. I was impressed with this effect. It I think they just a, did it. I think they just fucked up a pool. They must have. Like, there's no other way to do it. They so they had a it was about a giant rain machine shooting down dyed. Yeah. Water or yeah. fake blood, like I'm sure, and it filled the whole pool red, and and then she couldn't get out of the pool. And at this point, I was like getting angry. I was just like, just get out of the pool. She couldn't do it. But then it then it flashes that we see that it was a dream. She's on the inner tube sleeping, and then yes. So that made sense to me, like in dreams where it's just like you can't do the simplest right. thing. You're like, I just need to walk up one step. Like why can't I? Ugh. So. Right. <laughs> but it it is another. It's yet another thing that kind of sets you up to be like. Why is this happening? And it, little moves like that that kind of annoy the audience as you go along. Yep. I don't know, man. It, it just feels like a bad call. But again, in a movie that I like. I, like, also, I have seen this movie a bunch of times. I also feel I like this might have been setting up another thing that they never got to finish. Because like we also <clears> never find out why these guys are, are homed in on Natalie. They, they keep coming back to her. Like They, they killed all of her friends. Every time someone sees them. Mm-hmm. Then they go after them, like because when Paula saw them in the woods, she That's goes why home. They showed to her house. Too. Yeah. Okay. Then somebody follows her home. I thought the raining blood thing might have been like a uh, like parts of visions that she keeps oh. getting that eventually like lead her to seeing their home world or seeing she has some oh connection God. to the maniacs. There's so much unexplored territory in this movie. God, I wish we knew one thing. One iota. Like if they, <clears throat> if like the back cover of the VHS said like. By the way, they're aliens. Yeah. Fuck. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy. Yep. It's like it's like making a mummy movie and being like, I don't know, he's just wrapped in shit. Yeah. It's well, no, why he's is not he for, after people? Is there a curse? Is there a No, uh, he's wrapped in shit. He, he's like he's like wrapped in shit and he's like yeah, kills him, I guess. No, we got a lizard meatball <laughs> meat hooks. What the fuck <laughs> more do you want? Can't yeah, God. <laughs> it's like we can't do anything right. Actually kind of reminds me of Spookies. Yes. Like in that way where it's like, aha, what's the curse of the house? Spooky shit? There's a fart demon? (laughs) There's a fart demon? That was one thing? Uh, Oh my God. I love the fart demon. We should probably do spookies. We should probably do spookies. (laughs) Also, just to say spookies. Spookies. 
Um, I love that movie. <laughs> it's pretty great. Uh, okay, so we cut after after the trog leaves her alone and she gets out of the pool. Blah blah blah. Uh, we cut to the cops at the crime scene with a with a baggie full of goo that looks like tang. It, it looks straight up like like Kool Aid, and there's yep. no. Uh, I gotta give credit to Sarah on this one. She's like, "Where's the grass and dirt and shit?" I know. Like, like they, they literally just pulled up clean, clean gack. Like of, they're like, ah, oh, these creatures, or they didn't say that. There's a bunch of slime everywhere, and it's just absolutely crystal clear in the crystal bag. clear slime. And that they pulled off the rocky, dirty yes. grass after it rained too. Yeah, they were like, it oh, rained, rained, so yep. everything else was gone too. Um, and now we cut back to Paula, to our other protagonist. Yes, our 23 year old woman portraying a 12 year old uh, girl freshman. she <laughs> yeah. was a freshman in high school is that what she was supposed well, she, to be? well I, I believe nat was a senior so she okay. they're in the same hallway when she introduced herself no no later. no no she's younger than that oh she's playing a child she's straight up playing a child she went to the high school because someone because her classmate told her oh that okay. she went to she's supposed to be like 10 I like her alien. That's hat. why her. That's why she's wearing the Nostromo hat oh, on sideways because okay. she's so little and riding a BMX because she's so little. Okay. When in reality, I guarantee that woman is over eighteen. <laughs> but still, she was awesome. Like, and she was and, like a she's like a, a female Tommy Jarvis there. Yeah, mask making, and she was all about making film. her own horror films. Yep, awesome. Like, she's a great character. Both of the kids, like she and her and best. She did friend, a great job. I thought too. She was awesome. Honestly, again, only movie she's ever been in. Fuck, that's too bad. Everybody in this movie was great. Mm-hmm. I literally can't think of a. There were a couple of the like police chief. I thought was overdubs that over sucked. Dumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was lame. He's only in the movie for a minute. Or yeah, two. but I mean, like the main characters were all good. The kid actors, like everybody who was there, it was pretty. It was surprisingly well acted. Yep. Um. So, but cut to her in her in her kitchen. Eating C3PO's yes, cereal, yes, yes, which yes. was awesome. <laughs> I was like, oh man, somebody re released C3PO's. I'm yeah. a bull of that fucking shit. Um, <laughs> and uh, she gets a call from her buddy whose, whose dad, dad is, is a cop. And so, obviously, if you're 10 and your dad's a cop, your cop dad's going to tell you everything about an ongoing investigation. Hey, Jimmy, come in here. I want to tell you about the multiple homicide. You got to hear who's a suspect. You'll never believe this. <laughs> You look at this picture. You can see where the head used to be, and you can see where it went. Like there's a trail of blood just leading right down the sidewalk. You know what? I think you know this. And kid. here's our three people of interest. Uh, so. Which one do you think it is, Timmy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, I need your help solving this case, son. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So he, so Timmy, let's just call him Timmy. Yeah, Pierce. sure. Whatever. We never see him much. Uh, he he gives Paula all this the story about. The fact that a girl saw monsters. Yes. And that all the bodies are disappeared and <laughs> where it happened. And so since Paula is monster fiend, like, we like yes. mo- we like monster enthusiasts <laughs> around here. Yeah. Uh, so she hits up on her to her pink BMX and, and rides off to go follow the slime. Yes. She literally follows the slime yep. to the monster lair, pretty yes. much. She pretty much just, like, looks a thing that the cops couldn't do somehow. No. Like, she on a BMX is capable of doing this thing that the cops could not figure out. They're like, hey, there's slime in one place. And also, like, really far over... God, you know what? I'm just... I'm too old for this. You want to hit up Waffle House? Yeah, let's hit the Waffle House. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So she finds the monster lair, and... um, But she gets busted, right? 
Yes. I think actually we're we're way ahead of this. Oh, hold on. Let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we get we're so next thing that happens, unless I'm totally wrong. Oh, she meets her friend is on the graveyard for the shoot. I think. Yeah, that's okay. So first we go to the school where Steve's putting up the Battle of the Band flyers, um, and then the yeah. So that's the this is where she actually meets her at the oh, high school. Oh, okay. Yep, yep, yep. So okay. So Paula finds out about the monsters from her friend. Meets and then she goes to the high school the high because school. she knows where yes. she is. And then is like, tell me about monsters. And Steve's there putting up his Battle of the Band flyers for this later scene that's really important. But he's wearing this fucking amazing sweater. It's like puce with big holes all through it and a butterfly collar. It was it was borrowed from a Kurt Cobain photo shoot. Never seen it. <laughs> Cobain would never have had those fucking collars, though. That was Nutter Butters. Yeah. Um, okay. I would wear that sweater. Also... There was a sign for a panda sale. Is that a thing? It was in the 80s. You could have buy pet pandas. pandas. <laughs> okay. All right. It's a much different time. Like, is that like a white elephant sale on the West Coast or something? Is that I don't know what that means. Panda sale. Like, big fucking sign behind them the whole time. You used to be able to buy live monkeys sale. from comic books, remember? <laughs> That's a good point. Oh, God, the 80s were weird. Um, so... Natalie's pissed off because a bunch of her friends died and doesn't want to talk about monsters to a little kid. Baby. The <laughs> baby. And then the, uh, the the voiceover guy from the beginning kicks Natalie out of school. Uh, yes. I just think that it would be best if you weren't in for the rent of the That was... Because uh, people are pissed at her because they think she's hiding something. Like, like well, my oh, brother's dead. My sister's dead. Where's my kid? And like, I don't know. The monster took him. Get yeah, out of school. That's true. She does keep saying a monster took him. Go back and put on a bikini and swim. Oh, a very... Uh, Maybe not important plot point. This is also where uh, they're eating. They're eating lunch right before that, and the the one of the victims' sisters yeah. shows up, and she's like, "Where did you? What did you do with my brother? You told all this nonsense to the cops, and like, you're dumb." And I sorry, hate you. your brother's dead. And then she starts trying to fight her, and then Steve steps in. Yep. he makes his move because he's been scamming on her the whole time, and then he realizes the saga that, continues. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that he can just step in the way of some blows from this this yep. bereaved woman. And uh, and win her over, and kind of does. Yep. <laughs> and uh, so she's kicked out after that. Um, and this is when the kids go to the cemetery to film the vampire movie. Okay. Um, they do it. Blah blah blah. Is there anything important about that scene at all? Not really. I mean, it's just it's cool. It's it's character development stuff. The, the, it's this is where it turns into the Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, where yeah. it's just like, look, these kids are cool. They're making a vampire movie in the cemetery. They're twelve and they're badass. Yeah, I, I mean, it, the problem is that the <clears throat> the character of the friend is like how the information gets conveyed back and forth. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of the setups happen because they're having their little conversation. Because she doesn't have a foil to talk to. Mm -hmm. So if she didn't have him there and some reason to be there, gotcha. it would be difficult for them to get the like, did you talk to her? What about this? Who was that? What's the, there was slime, this thing. Yep. Um, but so they have that kind of conversation during the shooting of this thing. And, uh, and Paula again calls Natalie and then gets hung up on proving again that she's pissed at this little girl. Uh, and Steve's like playing guitar to prove so that you know. He's a guitar player. He's a guitar player, man. He's pretty cool, just so you here's, know. Here's another one of those stupid lines where his sister comes in the room and she's yes. like, hey, somebody called out and you need to go work at the grocery store to deliver groceries. And he's just like, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you do it? I'm going shopping. He's like, oh, I must be adopted. I was like, what? Okay, you what know what? What does that have anything to you do? You might have just answered my question. 
Okay, so. Did you miss that line on the second part where he goes to the delivery? Yes. And then oh, he, okay. But what does it mean? It doesn't mean anything. Then he gets. Then he goes on his on his store deliveries and he's delivering to Natalie. He has a I crush on, I'm, and he goes, "Oh, I guess I'm not adopted." Uh, what? I don't. Understand. Because you have a delivery to a girl you have a crush on. Now all of a sudden you're not. Yeah, because ado- it has nothing to do with adoption or like. I I get the adoption jokes when you're in a family that's well, weird, but so, like there's nothing. My feeling is what they were trying to imply by this and failing to do was that they were implying that his sister begged off intentionally from her duties so that he would go meet the girl that he's supposed to be with. That was like a favor she was doing him. I don't think so at all. I don't think she had any idea that I don't think so. to go to that house. Or even... she was. I don't know. No. I don't, maybe I'm just trying to help it out. Stupid line. Okay. Don't defend this line. All right. So he delivers, <laughs> he delivers groceries to Natalie, um, and she's hanging out in a ridiculously revealing bikini. No uh, complaints. And uh, he puts away all of her groceries yeah. one at a time in her refrigerator to stall for time so that he can spend more time with her, which is... Adorable and pathetic, and really not not all that cool. Yeah. Uh, um. But she then he, she offers him a tip, but he won't accept it. But he will accept if she goes to the movies with him, which was rough because that's like, you know, do you actually want to go to the movies, or yeah. do you feel bad because he yep. helped you out? Oh, I, lo- I love the scene too because I, <laughs> I was, and, and she's like, just one thing, no horror movies, and I'd be like. All right, never mind. You know what? Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Would, would you be up here with a Marvel movie? No. Okay. Okay, no. Uh, <laughs> Only Howard the Duck. Oh, please make Howard the Duck. <laughs> uh, okay, so we cut back to Paula, and she's continuing to follow her slime trail uh, to the tunnel under yep. the Golden Gate Bridge. Yep. Uh, she I a- like the monster layer door. I think oh, it it's cool. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't build it. They just found this thing, but it totally works. I think yeah. it looks like a cool little entrance to a monster cave. Looks yeah. great. Uh, it has one one big fault for me, that it has a big fucking sliding lock on the outside. Outside. Yep. The, so basically, the answer to everyone's problems, ka-dunk, <laughs> and end of movie. Yeah. One one padlock later. As if it doesn't ab- end abruptly enough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but yeah, she finds a bunch of dead doves and pigeons yep. in front of the door. Um, and then a cop comes by <laughs> and chases her off. His actually the li- her line was her funny. line was awesome. Her man. line was, was really pigeon. funny. He was like, "What are you doing collecting dead pigeons?" She's like, "Yeah, that's my hobby. I take them and I press them in a book when I get home. <laughs> I press them between the pages of the book." She was like, eh, "Smart Alec kid." Yeah, and then the cop on the bike. <laughs> that was nuts. Yes, <laughs> the movie just turned into like. A spoof comedy for a second. She goes back up the trail to yeah. get her bike, and this cop's just riding it down, going, Make it, make it, make it like vroom vroom noises. Yeah. <laughs> vroom, 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 vroom. Whoa. And then he sees her, and he's like, Oh, oh um, it's your bike, kid. You should watch out for it. <laughs> yeah, because someone's going to break it. Yeah. And then she rides away, going, Oink, oink. <laughs> and then he, <laughs> he grabs her his gun. gun. He's like, Oh, you kid. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> it totally just turned like a slapstick comedy for like two seconds. Oh, my God. Ooh, if this body cam wasn't on, I'd shoot you in the back so fast. Oh. Get uh, away with that, too. <laughs> so, okay. Um, <clears throat> so now it's nighttime. And we got this cop who finds a lucky dollar in, on the ground, and he picks it up. Not that lucky, because he, he gets instantly hanged. gets noosed <laughs> by the so. hangman. Yep. 
Uh, and that was it. It was just yeah, like it was cops scene. there, cops killed. Yep. The end. Um, and then uh, so Paula comes back uh, that night. She goes and gets her camera yep. that we now know that she has because she films horror movies. Yes. See, everything's established and then pays off. P to the I to the N. <laughs> yep. Uh, and so <laughs> and she sits in the bushes in front of the monster door waiting for them to come out, <laughs> which they do. Fucking hilarious. Yes. They pop out of the cave. <laughs> she starts rolling. But then we get lightning again. It instantly starts raining. And they're like, oh, shit. Back of the cave, boys. <laughs> oh, but but before. Th- yes, that yeah. is true. But before that, we have uh, the most important spoiler for her, where she actually figures out that it's the rain. They yep. where one oh, of them. One of them trips. <laughs> one of the maniac trips, trips and, into, a into a puddle. And his hand just starts Burns melting. Off, yep. And it looks great. Yeah. The, looks hand, awesome. the hand effects are Very fantastic. fun. I was surprised watching this movie. Uh, the director was mainly a cinematographer yeah. on tons of other things, but watching this movie didn't this feel to you like this was like a special effects man movie? Like I did think that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was very also, surprised to look it up and find out that a guy that has 800 special effects credits and one directing credit <laughs> was not responsible. For yeah, this. me too. That was like, uh, but definitely there was somebody from Fango involved in this movie. Oh yeah, there was some somebody who wrote for Fango or something like that was yep. somehow okay. Involved. I don't know where, but I definitely saw Fangoria in this at one point. Um, <clears throat> so, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, that, that blah, cop blah, that blah, looks kind of like Dr. Phil. He's <laughs> just, like, sitting on his couch reviewing the tape. If it cuts to that a couple times, and it has no purpose. It's so weak, dude. Such a bizarre, <clears throat> yep. like, waste of time cut. Yep. I don't even, I mean, maybe for pacing or something. I don't know. It doesn't feel right. Um, but Paula's video didn't shoot. Uh, and she goes, eh, nobody's <laughs> going to believe me now. Uh, and Natalie and Steve are out on their date and they go to the, 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 the real yes. missing. <laughs> yeah. Real missing. And then they, they show up at the, uh, subway station, the subway station and they explain that the van broke down, blah, 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 blah. And then the motherfucking monsters jump the turnstiles <laughs> and follow them and arm to the teeth. Yep. All of them have weapons. The guy at the transit thing's like... I love that huh, part. Look at that. Yeah, but, a bunch but, of people with weapons following you, some people into the... When you, when you think about how nutso the subway system must be, you see everything. <laughs> so I love that joke of just like... <clears throat> This guy watching the, yep. the Electro Man shocking the turnstiles, a samurai walking through, <laughs> cavemen jumping yeah. over the things, and he's just like, he doesn't even make a face. He's just like, he's barely even watching them go yep. by. Doesn't even care. I, good joke movie. Yes. <clears throat> but however, as many of those people get into the subway, we yes. only ever see like two of them chasing them in the beginning. Yeah. So the... I'm, okay, so I'm confused as to whether the samurai and the electro guy are both there or if the samurai can electrocute people with his hands, too. Who's driving the train? That's the electro guy. Okay, so he's... Okay, so samurai... Oh man, there's so much weird about this. Is the We see the electro guy later, which is too bad. My, in my movie, there would have been a cut at the end, and it would have just shown that guy running the train. And he would have been like... <laughs> That would have been awesome. Because they get off and they go do their thing where they're like running around, like going to the bus and the samurai's standing in there and he lets the door shut on him and the electro guy's still driving the fucking train. They make sure to cut back to show that he's still on the damn train. (laughs) I love the electro guy driving the train. (laughs) Oh, he's, his little moments are hilarious. 
Um, so we've got the, the they're chasing everybody through the they're chasing our heroes through the the, the very very empty train. Literally no one <laughs> anywhere. I love that the, they see the maniacs and they're like, "We gotta go tell the engineer." It's like, "Yeah, he'll save you from a caveman and yeah. the mutant <laughs> Indian with the spear thing." Well, yeah, and also that there was that like horrible like instantaneous foreshadowing to a smash cut that was like, "You're not alone. We've at least got the engineer." Yeah. Dead smash cut to dead engineer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they go look for him. They find out that Electro guys drive him thing, but. <laughs> Since Electro Guy doesn't know how to drive a no. subway train, he's driving it too fast. Yep. And it so the engages train... the emergency brakes and lets everybody off. Yep. Or, so they... or he did that because he just keeps tick, 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 tick. He's hitting every switch in the book. Was... It's hilarious watching him drive the train. There was actually like, there was literally like a light that said. Uh, too fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speed exceeded emergency brakes engaging oh, gotcha. something, something, something. And so it had like some sort of explanation of all of what was going on. Um, and then they got off and then they ran for a bus. And now they're safe forever yeah. and ever and ever. Whew, that guy can run fast. <laughs> that guy can run real fast. Um, so they're on the bus and, you know, they're resting and relaxing. And then he puts his head back to an open window and, you know, the Indian sticks his arm in, grabs yep. him around the neck. And then they just slam the door shut and sever his sever arm, his arm precisely. This part bothered me. So you've got, you're running from these monsters that nobody's believing you on. You know what I mean? Then all of a sudden you shut the window, you cut off the Indian's hand there. Yeah. They pick it up and they're like, open back the window so he could chuck this hand out. I was yeah. like, no, you fucking you assholes. You've got evidence proof. to bring to the police. Like, this is a weird thing. It's still moving. <clears throat> it's it's sparking, if I remember correctly. Yes, it's like, sparking. Are these robots? And it's like, and there's steam coming off it. Imagine if these things were robots. There's so many <sighs> unanswered so questions. Many and it's things. so ludicrous that it, it would make sense. Like, it's not that far-fetched when you think of all of our goofy just, shit we've got going on. Just like one tiny bit of motivation for these fucking yep. monsters somebody you, you set foot on their ancient burial ground you did something just anything they're from all time and space too i know so it's there's really no there's creatures there's you know yeah war vets there's samurais there's <laughs> trogs trogs oh uh, yeah there's that guy who has electrical powers for no reason yeah um Okay, so they save themselves, and then the, the bus driver makes a joke about not smoking. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, it's not me, sir. It's the cut-off Indian arm. Yeah, that's what they all say. <laughs> um, <laughs> so. Man, you cut-off Indian arm excuse again. Um, Wasn't buying it last Tuesday, not buying it today. <laughs> so they throw the arm out the window, and yes. there's a cameo by someone who looks suspiciously like George Buck Flower. Yes. I hope to God it was. Walking his little dog. Man, we got to move out of this neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the cop calls in to, to somebody, some random person that we've never seen before. The cop calls a guy who's sleeping, and he's like, I need you to trail this girl. And he's like, you think she's the key, don't you? What gave it away? The fact that I told you to fucking tailor? <laughs> Jesus. Dude, come on. Yeah. Um, so he's going to tail this girl, and but he's going to go to sleep first. So. Yeah. No reason. Plenty of time for tail in the morning. Why would you call him at three in the morning then? Why yeah. wouldn't you just do that when he wakes up? Um, so then he won't have to wake up early to call him. He can go to sleep. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so now we've oh we've got this uh, oh shit is this all ready? Paula's room. We're we're back at Paula's yep. room, and the guy with the weird face shows up. The guy that's like the most Cenobite looking, the one who yes. has like two faces basically. Yep. Like it's kind of swirled and squished. That's right. Looks like a Cinnabon or a Cinnabite. <laughs> hey. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> Yeah. But beware, she sleeps with a squirt gun under her pillow. She sleeps with a cross, garlic, water, yes. and mirrors. <laughs> because she knows all yeah, of the tropes. Too careful. Yep. Yeah. And she tries everything, nothing works. And then she finally tries the thing that she saw actually working. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> so I like the scene a lot. She squirts this guy with a squirt gun a bunch. She's like, oh, ow, ow, ow. But then she reaches down and she's got a whole like beach bucket of water. Yeah. Splashes that on him. And he's like, oh, ow. Then he falls over backwards into the shower tub. Then she comes out and turns the water on. <laughs> then the tub slides out of the building and into the Pacific Ocean. And he's like, oh, God. Then the Pacific Ocean shoots into space and goes on to Jupiter. And Jupiter's nothing but water. Uh, no, it's like so many. But we did get all the way to the shower. And uh, <laughs> then we just got more more fantastic melty effects. That, yeah, That awesome. looks so cool. When his face was still screaming and broken. Like, oh, it's absolutely awesome. Like, it's so, who so did the good. effects on this. He's got I probably should have looked it up because yeah. he was definitely a superstar in this one. But good job, um, guy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all of the character, the creature designs were super cool. They had so many creature designs yeah. to deal with. Like, anyway, and just to, to get all that stuff That's is probably awesome. why they ran out of so much damn money. Honestly, that is probably yeah. why they ran out of money. Um, <clears throat> Dude, you can't. Make a 12-monster flick on a micro-budget. There's a reason why nobody has made a movie with 12 <laughs> monsters. Um, so Steve wakes up because he hears a plate smash in the other room. Oh, no, there's monsters there. Oh, no, no Natalie's just no, he's clumsy. breaking breakfast. Um, <laughs> but so what was we? Sorry, Steve, I broke breakfast. <laughs> well, that's basically what she says, and it doesn't make sense because he... So he, they go in. I think that they made a wrong cut here. I think that there's either a scene missing or something because they get over and she smashes something on the floor and then the camera pans over or no, like goes dead on to a, to breakfast cooking to two eggs, bacon and some toast on a pan Mm -hmm. being cooked. And he goes, "Ah, I wasn't that hungry anyway. You didn't, but the food was still over there and I don't, like, so I don't get the what that line meant, but whatever. <laughs> Not that important. Um, so Paula goes to Natalie's place. Paula comes in. She's like, let me in. And she's like, fuck off. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> Eventually, they finally, they finally let her listen in. to this person who's been trying to help from the beginning. And she's like, I know how to kill them. It's water. Water, 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 water. <laughs> they say it. 55 times. I was doing that to my... I was doing that by myself. Water. 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 Meak. Water. (laughs) Sodium. Um, So now the van works again. So we're cool. (laughs) They drive off and, uh, and he has probably the worst plan in the history of monster movie plans. He says, okay, what have we got? We've got 12 possibly immortal monsters that are known to just murder anything they come in contact with. Let's bring them to the most densely populated area we can think of. Which is also having a costume party. (laughs) So you can't identify them. (laughs) It's 
it is not good planning. And this is this is their plan is to planning. lure the monsters to the Battle of the Bands because he has to jam, he has to cook that night <laughs> uh, to the Battle of the Bands, and they're gonna arm all the kids there with, <laughs> with squirt, squirt guns. guns. But not tell any of the kids why, why or, so, like, by the way, if monsters do <laughs> break out and start fucking shit up, use these squirt guns. He's just like, you may wonder why you got squirt guns. It's because we're planning on cooking tonight. I just... It's okay. infuriating. It's, it's <laughs> infuriating. There, let me tell you a thousand parts of this that are infuriating. If this was the time when super soakers existed... That would make sense. That would make sense. These little squirt guns... You ain't gonna do shit with a dollar store fuck. squirt gun. She keeps proving over and over again that they just kind of go, Oh, ow, boy, ow, I kind ow. of don't like that. She had a bucket of water, this, and that didn't kill them. This isn't even a dollar store squirt gun. This is a dollar store four-pack squirt exactly. gun. Exactly. They are garbage. Yeah. They... There's going to be no water. A cup of water. The thing that they were afraid of was people's cups of beer. Yeah. In the end, the beer would have been the biggest thing. (laughs) And then in typical, like, shitty movies burying the lead kind of thing. Oh, by the way, we had a fire hose this whole time. Yeah. Motherfucker. Why don't you lure them to frickin' SeaWorld? Why don't you... <laughs> Go to the pool. Yeah. You know you have a Pacific Ocean yeah. right there. <laughs> Just go to their damn house when they come out with a bulldozer. They're, yeah, they're like 25 feet from the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> and they're right there. Jesus. Guys. This guy's a <clears throat> idiot. And his band so, sucks. No good. His band sucks. <laughs> but his band is honest because the first lyric to his first song is, let me ruin your evening. Yep, and I was yeah, like, yep, yep. dead on, guy. So, sounds good. You did it. Nailed it. Nailed <laughs> you it. done did it. You ruined my evening. Congratulations. And have you ever seen a battle of the bands work like this either? Where one band plays one song, then steps down, then the other band plays one song. And okay. then when they're done, they're like, hold on, I got to go back up. It's my turn now. Yeah, that was the thing, is that he was a rude piece of shit. The other band stayed on stage, holding their instruments yep. in between. Yep. He was like, I'm going to go party. Oh, wait, i got to get back up on stage. It's yeah. like when you're playing, in a sh- you're playing a show, and your opening act is like, hey, we just played a really good set. We're going to go get some beers yep. and leave our shit. And you're like, dude. You're not gonna wa- I watch I, your show, bro. <laughs> I, need to, I need to put my stuff up on stage. Get your fucking drums out of my yeah. way. I'm going <laughs> to kick these things off the stage. But there was a sweet-ass Mr. Miracle costume in that first scene. <laughs> that was the thing that really got me. One of the people there was dressed in an amazing Mr. Miracle costume. Um, so, okay. But yes, actually, that's the worst part. I have literally done one of these. Yeah. Worse than this. Where it was, one song, one song, one song, one song? I wish. I wish to God that's what it was. God, I hope Curdo doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. Yeah. We did a thing for Mark Curdo. Mm-hmm. I, who I love yeah, and great. God, please don't, don't get mad at me for this. But, um, it was six bands all in different positions at the Portland house of music. Uh huh. They invited covered in bees to do one of these. And it was like, imagine covered in bees was that metal band. Yeah. And there were like five others of the lead guys bands playing. <laughs> Not that they were terrible. They yeah. were just like, Not like a metal band. Yeah. They were just like ska band, like really easy listening. Kind yeah. of like they were like smooth jazz kind of people. And then we were like, <laughs> going on, eat some coffee. <laughs> and it was like, it was a nightmare experience. <laughs> I never want to do it again. So those things do exist. Wow. But uh, don't do them. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. Uh, so he ruins our evening. 
and the monsters slowly shuffle into the into the auditorium. Slowly shuffle is an understatement. <laughs> These fuckers take forever and a day, and it this this should be the most thrilling part of the movie or building up to the climax. Yeah. Like they just walk slower than Frankenstein down all the hallways, and then before we even get to the battle of the bands, they we we have our doctor killing. Somebody and watching somebody. a sports ball we game in the furnace room? don't know who this We've guy is. We've never seen this guy. And he's just watching a football game. And the doctor's like pouring ether into his little thing and walking up slowly behind him and then killing him. And then he kills him. And then he just starts like cutting him up. And we're just like hanging just on this fucking scene for chunks out of him. And, and there's no reason. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's nonsense. That is absolute, pure, unadulterated nonsense. Um, <clears throat> so... Some lady in the hallway gets killed. Yep. Um, and then the biker monster drives the through the door. The biker drives through the door. That was cool. The biker the biker monster just drives a motorcycle through the door. Yeah. It ropes a chain around a, a punker's neck who's hanging out in the hallway <laughs> and just starts dragging him down the hall. That was cool. But mind you, this takes... This is like 10 minutes after we've yeah. just been watching these assholes shamble forever. And we had to listen to that whole fucking song. Yeah. Like, they made us listen to his whole... Like adult contemporary garbage oh, it goes boring. On forever. Oh, boo. Like a battle of the bands shouldn't drag a movie down. Exactly. Like, that, and this also should be like a fantastic part. But and if you're making a gore driven horror movie, yep. know the musical styles that your fans are going yeah. to appreciate. If that's not a punk band or a metal band, yep. you're doing something fucking wrong. Yes. Like, that is not, we don't need to slow it down for some sort of, like, slow jam, smooth I would also jazz. take some Japanese noise core. I, Perfect. I can, I can roll with that. Uh, you know, Negative Land <laughs> shows up. police you know, or, up there. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally into it. But, no. Instead, it's this. Um, don't listen to the Outlaws. Don't. <laughs> I'm never buying another Outlaws album ever again. Uh, <clears throat> so, the drunk girl dances with a monster scene. That part funny. was funny. She she frightens him because she's got a big full glass of beer. Yep. And she spills it and he's like, oh, oh shit. And then she's like, oh, come on, honey. You dance with me. Don't be scared. And he's all like, oh. And then, and then somebody does. takes no, somebody takes the beer from her. And then all of a sudden he's just like, oh, now I can. Straight up dancing. Um, and then, and so he starts noticing that the monsters are arriving. Yeah. The, our lead character or endless stage. cuts to Paula sitting there <laughs> grinning watching the band they have no system in place they have zero system in place no, to, they to could not this. direct this big of a scene and so this was a surprise though I think nobody really saw this coming I don't think this was ever as much as it's like oh you just lured people into a box into yep. a kill zone and we're just like now send monsters in to kill them yep I don't think anybody expected a guy with an M16 to show up first nope so, dude shows up with an M16 and just starts mowing people down. Which, in our climate, it just doesn't age well. But it's 1986. Yeah. Don't worry. No one gets shot. No, it's we only don't. symbols. It's like G.I. Joe. Yeah, like, we saw we saw, we, saw a, we saw a billion bullets flying and not one body go... <laughs> there was one Peisty that was sadly damaged. I saw it. <laughs> one of the symbols had a little flash on it. Yeah. But other than that, it was like, I don't think anybody got killed by the gunfire. No. And he just keeps firing until he's out of bullets and then kind of seems confused by it. He's okay. Like, oh, I guess I guess this gun ran out. I mean, I'm nothing but a soldier. I know this is automatically going to stop, but like, oh This well. is fascinating, too. Yeah. He's 
never going to go buy more bullets. No. <laughs> so is his effectiveness as a monster just kind of over? Nope, because he's got a Bowie knife. Oh, right. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> but, like, so he hadn't thought to shoot that gun ever before this. Yeah. This is the first time that he's been out that he was like, you know what? It's time that I let this baby loose. <laughs> I've been waiting for an excuse. I've been waiting for an excuse. I have one <laughs> clip of bullets. I've heard the worst song of my life, and I'm about to unload. <laughs> <laughs> if anything's going to drive you to it, it's going to be that fucking yeah. <laughs> song. Um, so, yeah, this is the part where the the uh, the person gets, the, the monster gets meat hooked. I yeah. don't understand how this. The meatball monster meat hooks the other one. And, yeah. And drags him. Drags him off. That's what he does. He's a dragger. Yeah. So after we realize that nobody is firing their squirt guns, and also you gave squirt guns to a room full of drunk people, so obviously they used them all. Yeah. Like they used the two ounces of liquid that were in them up yep. by squirting each other before the band even went on. Yep. So of course, of course they're empty and on the ground. Um, so eventually Paula just grabs the fire hose off the wall and... And just, wrecks them. Yeah. That, she starts wrecking people with the fire hose. Meanwhile, Nat and uh, Steve run out. Yes. And they start getting chased by the Axe Man. Uh, and so they hide in a science lab yes. where Axe Man can't find him. And then they just bone. Just insanity. <laughs> there's a there's a legit Resident there's Evil monster legit, outside yeah. the fucking door. Your friends are getting massacred. I remember being a teenager, and it's yeah. not that far fetched. But yeah. man, it's <laughs> you got a friend out there fighting monsters with a fire hose. that's ten years old that you've been yeah, buddies exactly. with. You're just like fuck her. Let's fuck. Yeah. <laughs> also, the thing that keeps happening is that they're like, why would you ever? Why would you ever leave that fucking fire hose? Yeah. You literally have the only thing that kills them right there. It's hyper effective. It's like you're in Resident Evil and you get an unlimited bazooka and then just go, "Eh, fuck it. I'm going to leave it behind in the science room. (laughs) You know what? I don't care. I'd rather just dodge these zombies. Yeah. I'm going to use the Bowie knife. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, So, so they do that. (laughs) Yeah. you know they kill the they kill the the, the electro zombie on the stairs yep. with because they had their own fire, fire hose, hose up on the, the top of the stairs. Yep, they rigged that all up. Grr, <laughs> guys. Ugh. So in the end, we have this dance massacre, and I take it it's a similar thing to what happened before, where <clears throat> the kids that got killed at the dance are missing, and so they have this press conference with the police. But they have literally hundreds of witnesses. Yeah. The difference being that now Tons of hundreds people saw of the people monsters. are saying, yeah, a bunch of fucking monsters showed up. People <laughs> kept squirting them with water and they kept exploding. <laughs> and so they're like, you really expect me to believe this yeah. thing that 150 people said? <laughs> it's like, I mean, granted, it is difficult to believe. Yep. But so then we have another. You do have a lot of people saying yeah. it. But then we have Paula. Steve and, and, well, the and thing Nat is that all in the room with the cop again. And it's like the same scene as before. It's, like, it's the same scene as before where he's like, do you expect me to believe this? And then he goes, okay, well, if you guys are snow jobbing me, then I'm going to have to. Yeah. He's like, okay. And that's the scene I was talking about earlier where he's just like, you mean to tell me that these monsters killed like 50 kids and four of my men? <laughs> yep. <laughs> laugh, laugh, laugh. Oh, dead, my dead cop buddies. Oh, okay, I'm going to call the mayor and get the fire department and the police department down there. So, which he does. Uh, so, the fire department and police department and everything, they mobilize and they go to the monster lair. Yeah. And they bust this, down the door, basically. They open up and 
go in full force with and like hoses so and guns. Boring. It is real boring. Nothing happens. They don't find shit. They don't find anything at all. Nothing even. They don't even find a clue. They don't even find anything that might like lead to something. They just like, nope, this bullshit. Let's leave. And so they, everybody packs up and leaves. Except, except for the except the lead police <laughs> lieutenant who's just like, you know, I didn't find anything in there. I think I'll go back in there again and find look for nothing. Stand around. And then he opens the bread truck and gets eaten by the... the it gets pulled in by the meat hook meat meatball. Hook, meat yeah. hook meatball. What? And, and, the, and, the, and the bakery truck's all glowing white, and, and you're just like, oh, man, this... Okay, so for me, that's saying, like, this these is maniacs are coming out of this milk truck. Interdimensional milk truck. Yeah. Yep. And now we're going to find something good. Clint Howard is the milkman <laughs> in the sequel. I would watch that. <laughs> me too. Um, so then we just cut to back to Paula yeah. and and Steve in the van and and it's raining. And Steve's just like, Do you still have your squirt gun? Paula's like, uh, I think so. And he's like, Good, because this rain won't last forever. <laughs> just roll credits. Yeah. And that's all we get. We absolutely never find out where these creatures came from or why. Yeah, there, there's nothing. Who or what? We yeah we haven't gotten one shred of motivation. It even sets it up for a sequel. Or I mean, if this was a TV episode, this would be the end of the episode right here. Then next week you're gonna find them going back to battle the nothing. Nothing. And I can't believe that this hasn't spawned a, a sequel. Or apparently it was a huge failure. Yep. I mean, uh, from... I can see why when you let everybody down like this. <clears throat> like... Yeah, I mean, I I guess people didn't like a movie without an ending. You see, Michael Myers kills, and we don't know why. And that works for that. You know what I mean? You're just like, yeah, that's mysterious and eerie, and and that works. True, but he does have a purpose. We know that he's following his sister. Yeah. He wants to murder his sister. Yeah. He has an end goal, and he's the most mysterious, probably, of any of the the slashers. He literally, his his goal, he kills anything in his path because he's like a, you know, a force of nature. Force blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, you can't just give us 12 weirdo bonker creatures no. from all time and space and just never tell us what their motivation <laughs> is. Yeah, we we just know that they come out of a out of a door and then kill people and then go back in the door when it starts raining. You know what would be a great sitcom would be Na- Neon Maniacs, a series, where they all just chill out in their bakery truck in like a cramped quarters playing like solitaire and like checking the weather. Like, oh, rain again. Uh, do you guys want to switch up and play goldfish instead? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. I'd be all about that. It's just them playing like it's a it's a playthrough of like PlayStation 2 games. Yep. And they're just sitting there smoking cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get through Gran Turismo 1. <laughs> awesome i'm into it uh yeah no i love this movie it has so many it flaws so it's, many flaws but it's so utterly unique it is um and so the gore is so gory the actors are good like mm-hmm. in in like perfect dichotomy to like every other fucking horror movie the problem with this isn't the actors yep the problem is the script yes <laughs> like and the lack thereof or missing scenes or the, that's the other thing is that from from researching it and from reading up on it, they they done went broke. They missed. There there are so many scenes that are just not there. And it was shot over a long period of time too, because they kept running out of money or investors kept backing out. So if you watch the credits at the end, 
several of the monsters were actually played by two or three different people because oh. once they got their shit back together again, they're like, oh, Samurai, like, I'm sorry, I'm shooting a soap commercial in New York. I can't do it. Like, so they had yeah, to get somebody shit. else. Like, so, so a lot of the creatures are actually multiple people because that makes sense. And also they, they probably couldn't pay them. them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, huh. At one point, one of the cameramen, apparently, from what I read, just packed up his shit and left. Because he was like he wasn't coming back till he got paid, and that's that halted Ooh. that halted production for a while too. Rough, yep, yeah. It's like okay, well, I'm not getting paid. Well, you don't have a camera, pace. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, I mean, call me in two weeks when you get that money, and yeah. they did, and then he came back. So like, that works. I mean, it's obviously it's flawed, it's and there's br- all it's sorts. A, of, it's a broken movie. There's all sorts of problems with it. But it is straight up enjoyable, even with the slow parts and all the all the nonsense and the the jankiness. Unlike Hard Rock Zombies, too, it's not two and a half hours. It's well, the, only ninety minutes. So I mean, even even the slow parts, you're not slogging that long. And me. honestly, it's like I feel like this and Hard Rock Zombies are a perfect thing, are perfect movies to to counterpoint because they're both low budget movies. Yep. Obviously, Hard Rock Zombies was a much lower budget than this, mm-hmm. but still, like this has a competence about it that hard rock zombies is entirely yep. lacking. Yeah. Like the competency in this movie is like, is astronomical oh, to yeah. be honest. It's like, like you said, obviously a cinematographer because the, the shots are gorgeous. Yeah. Like her getting out of the car and walking down her street, that one that's set up and it's yep. like a dusk shot. And yeah, it's it like, great. it's all sepia toned. The I, moods were correct for all the scenes, that blood scene, like super cool stuff. I also wonder too, if, there was supposed to be, from what I also read, but I could not confirm, there was supposed to be a final battle. But that's what they ran out of money to. Like, after after the oh. police guy got killed, after they didn't believe him, you know what I mean? They're, they're regrouped in their van. He's asking about the squirt gun. That would like, make perfect. I mean, they're gonna of go, course there was. They're going to go back the next day with super soakers or super buckets or fix everything. Yeah. But, like, they couldn't do it. So I'm wondering if the battle of the band scene, which I felt went on way too long because, like we were saying, we heard all their complete songs. Yeah. They probably shot all the complete songs with the intention of using snippets of those. Yeah. But then they were like, shit, we, we don't have the money for the, just yep. use the whole battle we'll of the band performance the like, to pad it all out. That um, sounds right. That's my theory there. Cause usually with a music performance yeah. scene like that, you don't sit there through the whole damn song. Yeah. Another thing about that, that just as from a filmmaking standpoint, from a like guys don't do this kind of <laughs> kind of thing. The second band, the the metal band yep. that was intentionally bad, that was supposed to make his band look good. So if you have a band that is supposed to be a counterpoint to your band, if you don't just have a band that sounds good for your main band, don't put a bad band in because we have to listen to that. Yeah. Like we have to sit through this whole thing. The so, whole thing. So that terrible metal band where they were like not hitting on the right, like the snare wasn't falling on the yeah. right beat and there were like real tonal issues and like he wasn't hitting the notes. Dude, I didn't want to have to sit through that whole fucking <laughs> song. Like just have them play a good song. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's, it's not that hard. It's not that important that your hero looks good. No. Ugh. Anyway. Well, uh, good yep. show. Exactly. I recommend it. Definitely recommend it. Yeah. Um, I'm shocked that it's, I've never seen this. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's a thing. It's a real thing. <laughs> it's a trip. Um, and if anybody is thinking of making those collector cards, hit me up because I would love a set of Neon Maniacs trading and cards. If anybody wants to make a sequel <clears throat> and needs me, I would love to be a creature. Awesome. 
you'd probably be better served as a cameraman. <laughs> you know, the thing you do. Uh, yeah. But I'd rather I'd rather sit in a makeup chair for seven hours than yes. actually shoot the <laughs> well. Anyway, awesome. Um so that's it. That's Neon Maniacs. Uh follow us at uh at Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend. And, and uh, uh, yeah, check out the new uh, Monster Emporium magazine, Ooh, which I yeah. just snagged my copy oh, of awesome. today. Yes, uh, I have an article in it. It's great. It's full of it's full of things, including the new Rad Wraith comic book, the first seven pages of our new comic, which we're going to be kickstarting May first. If you want to do something with that, follow us at, <laughs> at the Rad Wraith on Instagram. It's a skateboarding slasher comic book with Christian Dabari. It's going to be really fun. I'm going to read it. You should. It's going <laughs> to be great. All right. And that's it. Thanks, guys. Hey, it's it's